You'd be surprised at how much fun they can have with a foam alligator. It's GRD Weekly. Well, okay, I can go along with that. Sure, I remember a time. It took me a minute, but yeah, that time with the... Uh, we shouldn't go into that. GRD Weekly, episode number 14. You recorded it, man. It's this here uh, 31st day, right? Saturday the 31st It of is the last May. day of May. We are broadcasting live once again from the WRAR Worldwide Studio Radio Broadcast Headquarters Towering. High above historic Tappahannock, Virginia. Seated over there wearing brown. It's very plain. It's very brown. Going, going Amish. What, what can you do for me? I can do a lot of things for you, but I really don't want to. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, okay. let's not get into that, shall we? Uh, that there is the Bruce. You gonna wash your hands? No. Because I'm evil. Damn right he yeah, is. <laughs> All right, coming off a three-hour sleep because he was shaking his moneymaker last yes, night. Yes, I was. At, uh, at my favorite club. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, that there, kids, is Billy Flynn. I don't have time for your magic tricks. Illusions, Dad. You don't have time for my illusions. What is wrong with you? Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Me, I am. Uh, I slept plenty well, thank you, but I did go and have me a radio remote today. Huh. That was exciting. Sounds I'm exciting. Sure it was. But I'm back, and I'm the vicar. Take off your glasses. Glasses on hair back up. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, there we go. Fine. You so were denied. Here we are all together again in the studio. I always like the studio shows, you know. I think we get better sound off of that. And, yes. uh, you Having know, people... the professional equipment all the way through. Well, sure, absolutely. We have professional equipment. And hey, no hey, panties. Hey, and hey. since we are nominated for a oh. Parsec Award, hey, hey, hey mm-hmm. we got to keep up the quality. That's, That's all I'm true. saying. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of sleep. You went to Fallout. What was it at Fallout last night? It was Superheroes. Super and you yeah. were there, too. Yes, I was. I didn't know you were going to. Billy told me he was going. I didn't know you you were going out yeah. there. Well, awesome. Who's gonna get them in? Yeah. What did I miss? Think about that. Oh, um, Mystique. Yeah. Wearing panties and latex. Oh. And that's about it. Oh, wow. correction. That was it. That's this is Fallout, by the way, FalloutRVA.com. This is Fallout in beautiful Shaco Bottom in Richmond, Virginia, a place that's bad for me. I like it. It likes me. It's bad for me. So uh, I'm trying to be a good boy and avoid uh, my favorite goth fetish private club. So I didn't get to go. Wonk, wonk, wonk. wonk. Oh, well. Is that what you wanted? Yeah, that's kind, of, okay. that's kind of what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, all right. You had to right. stay at home by yourself. Wow. All right, so what Damn. do we got going on? What's our topic for the week, kitties? You oh, you. us? Oh, yeah, you. you. Yeah, yeah, look, everyone was looking at me. Interview. Thank yes. you. Actually, gentlemen, what we're going to be doing is interviewing some, some legends, some famous people. Oh. Soon to be legends. I, I I say they're legends as of right now, sir. All right, give we, them five minutes now. Then they'll okay, be we are going to be interviewing Earl Newton and David Cantor, the gentleman responsible for bringing us Stranger Things. Ooh, it's Earl special. Newton, the creator, the writer, director, and all kinds of fun stuff. Dave David likes to do the music and handle other things. So people effects. are still willing to talk to us. I find that yes. they are. They wow. are. Talk to us for quite a while. We're talking about Stranger Things. It's uh, for StrangerThings.tv. You go there, you'll find out they have a show. They do a sci-fi anthology show. A whole show. That you can watch because it's actually a show. It's a show. And you can get it like through your RSS feed. Wow. That's crazy. And it's, it's in high depth. It's in high depth. Oh, wow. That's, well, that's just, wacky. That, that's, just that's just beautiful. wacky, which is what we're all about, people. So, all right, we're going to get to that. We got our interview coming up there in just a little while. Yes. And in the meantime, I guess we're going to start where we always start, which is... The Bruce. Yes, sir. The, what you been doing Geekified this week, man? Well, um, uh, first thing on my notes is... Last night at Fallout. Superhero night at FalloutRVA.com. Yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful night. Mm. Oh, yes. Not so much the electrical tape so much as mm. the beautiful costumes. 
Supergirl costume was nice. Supergirl costume was nice. Mystique yeah. was nice. Uh, yeah. Jubilee dude, was dude, nice. You know what you missed? What did I miss? Baroness. Oh, God, really? Oh, yeah. You missed oh, Baroness. She's oh, cute, God, I love it down too. There. The Vicaress has issues with me. Not so much going out. All right, so it's fine. She, you know, I understand you need to see your friends. <laughs> you know, she, uh, what she has an issue with, go figure, and yeah. I was talking to my compatriot out at the remote today about this, and uh, he broke the guy code, and he was like, yeah, she's right. But uh, what she has an issue with is my going to clubs. She says bars are one thing, clubs it's like a dance bar. clubs. Yeah. It's a bar with it's, a dance floor. Yeah, that kind of makes it a club. Combined okay. with the Sorry, fact whatever. that I come in at 2 and 3 in the morning when I do this. Yeah, you know, half drunk. Those two money. things, yeah, she, that she doesn't like. So, yeah, yeah I'm trying. I'm trying to be good. I mean, it's not like I can never go. She's just like, can you go like once a month or every now and again? <laughs> and when you do that, could you be home at like 1 maybe? So, well, no, no, that's really hard because no. they don't open until 11. They don't right? even open until well, 10. 10 and, well, and there's people nothing going on. And then right? People come start rolling in until about 1130. Yeah, rolling, so rolling, it, that's rolling. reasonable. But, oh, man, I love that place. Right oh. next to Mars Bar. Yep. You know I love my Mars Bar. Oh, yes, I do. Anyway, yeah. What else you been doing? You hung out with superheroes last night. I recognize that's hard to match. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. I've re- been reading some, well, going from the high to the not so high. Um, go, don't look at me like don't that. Look at me don't look at me like that. <laughs> reading some online comic strips. Um, now, I'm going to hear the jokes for this. The the ones I've been reading lately have been The Devil's Panties, mm-hmm. yes. Sinfest, and Girls with Slingshots. Right. I love Girls with Slingshots. Devil's Panties. I've seen those guys at their booth. At cons mm-hmm. before, and I've thought that looks clever. The lady mm-hmm. that, that writes and yeah. draws both, I think, it looks yeah. fun. Looks like a really neat. She's always got merchandise out. That Their looks cool. tagline but is I'm fantastic. What is, it's not satanic. It's not porn, satanic porn. We promise. Yeah. I love that. It looks cool. It looks kind of cool to me. What do you think of it? Oh, I love it. It's uh, I, lo- I especially like um, the girls with slingshots. Uh, Devil's panties. I've been reading for a while. Uh, Sinfest I just picked up maybe two weeks ago from a friend of mine who uh, introduced me to it, but it's pretty good. I love them all. There's a few others that I didn't mention that. Not so good. That's why I didn't oh. mention them. <laughs> oh. So you only mention them when they're good. That's yes, probably a good exactly. policy. Yeah. Okay. So if you didn't mention you, you suck. You suck. Oh, damn. Or you okay. haven't sent me a link or swag. Well, that's so. possible, too. Ooh, so you'll swag. work for swag. I will, I, I will pimp for swag. You're, you're such a whore. <laughs> I'm such a whore. I just had to point that <laughs> out. You've been talking to my wife again, haven't you? Uh, well. <laughs> no. No, 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 because um, it decides on its own. Uh, it's on its no own. one helps it or anything. Well, when Murr decides well, it. I have a new story. I'm here. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've been watching The Big Bang Can Theory. Can you tell I'm a little loopy? Yeah. You are a little loopy. Big you Bang are. Theory. Yes. <laughs> I've heard good things about this show. Yeah, because I've heard it on this show. I actually listen to the show Do when you? I'm not on it. That's, that's cool. Amazing. Huh? Yeah. You should, too. We've had drops too. from hey, that before show. before we get too far away, I'm sorry to interrupt. Before we get too far away from there it, it is Murverse.com, by the way. Mm-hmm. If you want all, she's just recently put that together, collected under one mm-hmm. banner online. M-U-R-V-E-R-S-E, the Murverse.com. You can get all the gear. You can get all the shows, all of her books. You name it. It's all in one Ooh. place. Do you think and they you have an Earth Fred, too? I don't know. In the Murverse? That'd be great. And also, you can go to PatioBooks.com sure. as well. We like our friends over at Oh, yeah, books. we do. Good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, like I said, I've been watching uh, Big Bang Theory. I've seen about two episodes of it. This is a funny, geeky show. It's supposed to be great. I haven't it checked it great. out. It is supposed um, to be a nice geek show. I will pick. I will watch this for the rest of the season. You know, which is it's what? In reruns. What kind of a schedule are they on? Uh, they're in Monday nights. Already? Mon- yeah, they're Monday nights at okay. eight. 
Uh, yes, eight. eight. Eight, there you go. Okay. Cool. And that's in the Eastern that. time zone, wherever you're living. It could the, be like the Tuesday only time afternoon. zone that really matters. Yeah. Oh, well, it could damn. be Tuesday afternoon, wherever you're living. Who Billy knows? Billy is dissing the rest of the U.S. of yeah. A. Oh, right saw the, the world. The world. Damn. Yeah. If you mean Tappahannock, you. Oh, yeah, right. No, no it's not right. Tappahannock. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. No. Oh, no. Yeah, only Tappahannock's on the East Coast. Then there's yeah. everybody else. Everybody else, exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, what else did you do there? Uh, yeah. I've been. I saw the pilot for Reaper. Did you? Yes. Finally. You hadn't Finally. seen that? No, oh, cool. I hadn't seen what that. What do you think? Uh, I liked it. It I was li- really good. It was funny. It was good. The, there was some good characters in there. <laughs> the Dust Devil. Yeah, thanks. That's that's just bad. <laughs> that was just you're going you're gonna to banish supervillains with the Dust Devil. Good I don't job. see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with it. Either. Boy, I do not envy whoever has to clean that mess up. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've given up on my Iron Man game. What? Oh, really? Yes. No, what, you, what platform? Uh, the computer, the laptop. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a problem. Um, my processor isn't fast enough to handle all the action that happens on this one level, so the bad guy shoots a gun, I die for three straight people. Stop being such a wussy, yo! Yeah, that's why I'm not picking it up and playing it That's one of my issues. I'm looking at this uh, Conan game Mm -hmm. that's coming out, and and I ran it through the, you know, my requirements on the computer. There's a website that was posted over on the forums, by the way, at geekradiodaily.com. Thank you. And I already forgot what it was, but you saw the post. It's like, can I run it.com? Is that right? So, something like that. It's yeah. something like that. And it laughed at me. It actually, <laughs> yeah. it snickered like a cheerleader yeah. uh, at my attempts. Yeah, there's no way in hell I can run this thing. Yeah. I got a, uh, a gig of RAM. Somebody on the forums was saying they'd upgraded their system to four gig of RAM. Seriously? So they could sell ah. Yeah, I have yeah. one. I'm not going to try that. No, don't do it. And I'm not about to replace my laptop. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to wander in and say, hey, give me a nice new, uh, capable to play these MMO games laptop anytime soon. No. Because that's yeah. expensive. That's like $2,000. Nowadays, laptops, the cool thing is that laptops are accessible. Yes. I bought mm-hmm. mine, you know, for what, like 600 bucks or 650 bucks. I did for my wife as Thanks, well. Thanks, A really good laptop. But that is a good laptop. It's not a gaming no, laptop, it's not. which no. is a whole other universe. Yeah, the whole the processors. And, and it's not like in the old cards. days when you had your uh, your desktop, and no problem, just go buy whatever you need yeah. for it. Go buy a new card. Open go, it up. That's stick, not so expensive. more RAM. Yeah, you no. kind of have to replace. RAM, at least nowadays, you can upgrade. Mm-hmm. But that was the thing. When we went, we went to upgrade the uh, the laptop here, the Kingfish went to upgrade my laptop from, mm-hmm. uh, I think it came as a half gig. And we bought a two gig upgrade and couldn't figure out how to make it work. It was like Dude. two hours later, the tech guy said, now, what's your model number again? That's oh. why not upgrading oh, past sorry. a single gig. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, let's see. Since I wasn't on the taping last week of GRD Weekly, because everybody else was in Balticon, I was really? at home by myself, well, for crying. at least half a weekend. Well, not crying. No, I was actually happy that I was by myself. My wife and the kids were going to see the in-laws down in North Carolina. Oh, so you were by yourself by yep. yourself. Nice. It was nice. Yeah. I get to eat pizza and fried chicken and all the things I shouldn't eat. Wow. Yeah. I gained a couple pounds. You well, should have. I lost, them. I I lost them again this week. Did you? But, oh, good. All right. But still, you know. We'll talk about that. I didn't have to share pizza or anything. When we get Yay. to the GRD Fit Club. Oh, yes, we so, shall. Yeah. So other than that, that'd be it. All right. Billy wow. Flynn, how about you, boss? Well, sir, I have finally caught up on Smallville. I've seen the season finale. And... What, just, what a lackluster season finale. What a lackluster, lackluster season. season. Yeah, that's what I've heard. But what a lackluster season finale. Wow. The big moment of uh, Lex Luthor learning Clark Kent's secret? Eh. Apparently not that big a deal. Yeah, apparently not. Eh. Okay. And he's gone next season anyway. Eh. It was a big We meh. don't care. It yeah. was meh. Uh, Balticon, of course. I was at Balticon. I was there. I was on a panel. I hosted a panel. Guest known culture cast, of course. Sang in the courtyard. Felt like a minor internet celebrity. Yes, you I did. are you, a minor you are. internet celebrity, I appreciate sir. That. 
I have seen uh, across the universe the uh, the musical based just on Beatles. the works yeah, the of Beatles, Beatles movie, songs. Right? Yeah. I. There's parts of the movie that you really, really love, but the movie as a whole is kind of all over the place. It's it's a little disjointed. It's six and a half pants. It's not bad, but not bad. Uh, I'd rather just listen to the music. I'd rather just get a soundtrack. Okay. I found some new pictures, by the way, from Balticon. Somebody posted some more over on Flickr. I've got them, but I haven't gotten permission yet to post them. When I do, I'll move them over. Because we were complaining that while you were there, hello, there's like no photos of you. And there are a couple more and some good ones, some that you'll like, Uh-oh. I think. Yeah. Done. No, no, no. no. Is he wearing they're, pants? They're good pictures. Yeah. <clears throat> they're good pictures. We'll have those up as soon as possible. So since we're uh, going to be talking to the gentleman that made Stranger Things, I have subscribed to Stranger Things. It's it's on my Zoom. Now, since I get the feed to my Zoom, I get the episodes on my Zoom. So when I went to watch them, I walked over to my Xbox and plugged my Zoom in wow. and watched it through there. Thank you! I knew I could do that. I knew that. I knew it would be the greatest thing ever, and uh, I'm cool like that. I know this because I'm a geek. Thank you. A uh, bunch of comics. I've read the Avengers Initiative miniseries. Read the whole thing. This is the one where they set up. It's the boot camp, if you will, for all the kids coming in to be heroes to get placed in a, in a superhero group in one of the 50 states. Turns out, there's other things going on. No! no. There could be a secret agenda for it happening. <gasps> what a twist! Uh, especially once the scrolls are involved. Turns out the scrolls. Or the right, secret right. invasion? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 50-state initiative? Yeah, that's the Skrulls idea, because that way they've got a scroll In every state. In every state. Oh. <laughs> so that's good. That's good thinking. Uh, Army of Darkness number nine, Ash has forgotten everything that's happened. Ash forgets that he is the big, huge, crazy hero, so uh-huh. he's kind of a, a mama's boy in, in, in this, <laughs> which is kind of really funny. You'd have to read that to get is that. Is he still shopping at S-Mart? He still works there. Still works so, yes, at S-Mart. Absolutely. Shop smart. Shop Batman S-Mart. number 676. This is part of the Batman Rest in Peace storyline for because Batman, he died for four minutes. He was dead for four minutes. Four minutes. Not in this issue. It was the one before that. Oh. But, uh, you know, something weird's going on. Batman's acting differently. Sir, you should read Batman Confidential number 17 because it's called Bat and the Cat 1 of 5. It's the first time Batgirl and Catwoman cross paths. Nice. At the end of the issue... She's chasing Catwoman. Yes. And lathered up in. You're half right. Oh, really? Because she has to chase her through a private club, which is a hedonist club, and the only way to go in is wearing the uniform, which is. Naked. Nothing but a mask. Hedonist yes. club. While I don't oh, know what that is, I have heard of them. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Hey, your wife doesn't listen to the show. You can say that. Yeah, go ahead. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Gotham Underground, number eight of nine. Uh, this is, you know. The penguin apparently has just been kicked off of the top of the roost. If you'll forgive the pun, I can't that I believe did not they're mean. still using the penguin. The penguin was a cool. He's been really? a cool character. Okay. He's been like leading the Gotham Underground. He's but except if you now you can make penguin cool. You're doing a good job. Okay, I I read the Lost Boys Reign of Frogs. What did you think? It's almost good. If somebody had rewritten that one more time, yeah, there's an interesting idea. I can in agree there. with that. Yeah, it's not that it's bad. It just isn't good either. Which, no. Eh, it's just there. It's okay. just giving me my 10 minutes back. Yeah. I didn't hate it. So, yeah, there's that. Screamland number three. Screamland number three, this is, of course, the all the mo- universal monster, they're real. Oh, yeah. They're oh real. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one follows the Wolfman, and we get to follow him. And where's the Wolfman at currently? Well, since he can't get a job, what do you do? You work the cons. So nice. there you go. Wolfman works the cons. And Wolfman's got nards. And, and he's got nards. He, he's he got might nards. autograph him for you, too. Nice. That should be cool. Fantastic Four Secret Invasion number one. This is why Secret Invasion, if you buy every crossover and everything, this is why it's going to cost, what did you figure out, $500, $600? Oh, it's hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of dollars. This is why, because, sure, okay, it's nice and neat, but I don't think we need that. At least not the issue one. We didn't need that. Didn't need that at all. Serenity Better Days number three of three. It's over. But it was another adventure with the crew. So, 
That's okay. all I cared about. It was good. Last Defenders number three. Hey, Doctor Strange makes a cameo. Could 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 they be tying it all together? I don't know. We're going to have to see. I don't know. Strange is always good. Uh, the 12, number five of 12. That's the one from Marvel's. Yes, I like that. With the... Uh, <laughs> With the old, the old heroes that got trapped in the little bunker. Oh, it's seeing them adjust to the world today, from their point of view, is fascinating. It's like why when it's, Grandpa leaves the house. It's why Captain America works so well. You know, when it, when it's written right, it's that kind of stuff, but uh, but a little bit different. So a couple of shows. Wait for it. Reality shows. <gasps> really. That I'm watching. So broke down for the wife because she likes to watch all these things. I watched what I think is the least inoffensive. And probably the overall most interesting <laughs> reality show. I'm waiting for this. And that oh, would be, yeah, be Top Chef. Oh, okay. Have you seen Top Chef? Oh, yeah, I've seen Top Chef. Okay, this is not so much about the the petty bickering and fighting so mm-hmm. much as it is about the cooking. the cooking. Yeah. And from that aspect, well, sure, I can get behind that because being a chef, that's not easy. Well, let me say, some of these look like they're entertaining. Oh. I, I don't have enough time to put toward things I don't care about. But that being said, I'm not offended by, for example, are you smarter than a fifth grader? It's funny. Because mm-hmm. it's based on that premise that, yeah, you've forgotten a bunch of crap you learned <laughs> in school. And it's funny to watch because you're like, oh, my God, I couldn't have done any better than that. Also, stuff like um, uh, So You Think You Can Dance is a is an actual, much like Idol, it is a competition. Mm-hmm. You don't have people yelling at each other. That's the crap I don't like yeah. is the Big Brother and the uh, real world where they yeah. create artificial si- – or like Wife Swap. They create artificial situations. Let's see what people will do. That I find offensive. Yeah. But You're if it's kind of talent, I'm not into talent not shows, show but I'm not offended by it. Uh, okay. I also uh, started watching Last Comic Standing. I've now seen that I would watch. The first that episode cool. I saw, again, we did see a bunch of the bad comedians mm-hmm. like you do in Idol, yeah. but you didn't spend a lot of time with each one. We did like a little segment and showed a little bit of each of them and then got back to somebody else with talent. Yeah. So we mainly focused on people – that could be a next big talent. So, yeah, I kind of like that. That was pretty cool. I, of course, have seen the season finale, the awesome, crazy-ass season finale of Lost. In fracking sane. Oh. Oh, my God. Just blew my damn mind. I have no idea what they're going to do next season. I have no I have no idea how is, it doesn't make sense. Is last season, is next season the last season? No. It is not. It's at least two, uh, maybe three, but it's at least two more seasons. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought they had made a deal that they were going to just do two more seasons last season. No. No, no. no. After that season. Oh, after that season. Yes. In addition uh, to, to oh. wrap it all up. That's why we moved along this season and got to see as many things. Because we, we still have a hell of a lot of questions to go. Mm-hmm. We answered quite a few quite a few questions this season. I, sir, also, on Friday night before I went out, and we'll talk about what all I did on Friday night, but um, in, in England, in jolly old England, uh, they got to see Battlestar Galactica two days before us. Bastards. So that means if you had a special antenna, <laughs> you got to do what I did, which is watch it Friday about uh, six or seven hours before it actually comes on TV over here. So I've seen Battlestar Galactica this week, Mr. Man, and the Bruce has not. Oh. I, w- I, went, I went out. I went out to, to Fallout. But Some things are more important. I have a TiVo. I will watch it tonight. You damn well better. Yeah, you better. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you are going to. You have no idea what happens in this episode. You You're right. No I don't idea. have an idea because I haven't seen it and yet. Kids, 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 kids. Here's the thing about it. It's 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 almost a pedestrian episode Ooh. because hmm. you you see some of the things that's going to happen, mm-hmm. but everything that does happen just makes you go, what the hell? Something that, as far as we know, is completely impossible happens. So you just wrap your brain around that, sir. Wow. So last night I... You mean the whole, whole everything being Cylons and jumping through space, and that's completely possible, but what happens is not possible. Right. Okay, good. I got We've it. been told time and again it's not possible. Oh. We've actually been told it's not possible. Oh, okay. 
I'll it's it kind of what everything's all about in the first place. Ted McKinley joined the cast, and it's going to be good. Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly Ted what McKinley it is. has joined the cast, and, and it's uh, going to be good, better <sighs> for his presence. You know, his, his call sign is Darcy, oddly enough, mm. which is fantastic. So last <laughs> night, sir, my big adventure out, I went to Friday Cheers over there in Richmond, and nice. I saw Arrested Development. Cool. Hells yes. Oh, my God. What a great show. You know, the Indigo mm-hmm. Girls are playing the National tonight, and I'm tempted. Tam and I are going out tonight. And oh, I, my God. It's 25 35 bucks a head, but I'd like to see it's the Indigo It's been a long Girls. time since I've seen the I've Indigo I've never Girls. seen them. I think that'd be a hella good show. Oh, and I haven't checked either. out the new National yet downtown. I'd like to. Okay. I know where it is. I drove past it. Yeah. That's, that's about it as far as Fantastic. I've gotten. So keep in mind that yesterday, I, you know, I got up really early because you and I switched oh, yeah. positions on the shift. Yes. On the uh, air. Uh, Thank uh, you. Uh, so I didn't go to the gym, but I went home and I did my workout. So I did my workout with, you know, my Wii Fit and, you know, did about 40 minutes of strength training and stuff, planks mm-hmm. and all kinds of just mm-hmm. tricep things and, oh, God. Then I went to Arrested Development and danced for about two hours and then went to Fallout for Superhero So you got night your workout in. And danced saying. more. My legs hurt right now. My legs are <laughs> like, Means you're doing hey, what something are you right? doing? So uh, for those of you, and I know everyone is wondering, I was dressed as Green Lantern. I took my Green Lantern football jersey. I had some, you know, black jeans. Of course, had my ring, and and I was Green Lantern. It didn't matter because people weren't looking at me; they were looking at the Flintstress. Yeah. Yes, they were. Because she came as Electra. Wow. Yes. Boogie woogie woogie. Did you take pictures? Um, there is there one is picture one picture with Good. me and the Flintstress. Because Good. technically, you're not supposed to take pictures. It says so. I saw right. the rules. Right. I just figured you guys might have taken pictures before you left or something. Well, the one guy has a press pass, so he can take pictures. He puts it up on the website. Oh, uh, uh, insane hippie. Exactly. And there's a picture with me and her standing next to each other. Because I was dancing. So, yeah, he was dancing. Is that insane? I don't know. But let me see it. I haven't seen those pictures yet. Well, oh, it's probably not up yet. It's usually a few Well, I haven't days. seen any of the pictures yet. Oh, okay. You're a bad man. Okay, dot com. Insanehippie.com. This guy, uh, this is Jesse, who is Jesse. the insane mm-hmm. hippie, who is cool as Jesse hell. Jesse is a friend. Who has a t-shirt company, which is cool as hell, by the way. But also, he's like the official photographer of mm-hmm. both Mars Bar and Fallout. Yeah. Insanehippie.com. I think you have to join, which is just, you know, give him your email address. That's all. Yeah. In order to see the Fallout pics. Mm-hmm. But... Pretty much every time he's there, which is almost every day. Yeah. Jesse, we'll I'm talking to you, dude. I appreciate it, but sad. Get a hobby. Anyway. <laughs> oh, hey. This, you mean this isn't his hobby? Yeah, I'm you're jealous. jealous. You're jealous. You, yeah, nobody's fooled Je- by that. You are the man, Jesse. Don't Insane worry about hippie.com, it. Yeah, I'd rather go uh, take pictures and stare at you two losers. You oh. can take a look at the stuff that they shoot. I'm in a couple of pictures. Me and Warren are in a couple of pictures. I, I don't know if you are from any that we've been out. Scandalously. But, but yeah, if uh, that's cool. If he's got any pictures of you guys that are going to be on there, it'll be in a few days. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah, you Sweet. guys can look at that. That's awesome. So, yes, sir, that brings us up to today, which, yes, as you say, I got home at 2.30 in the morning, <laughs> nice. and I got up at... 545. God, I missed that. And, man. and when I got up at 5.45, just like I did yesterday, first thing I did, did my body test with the oh, good. fit. Didn't do any training, don't have time for that, but I did the body test because I'm trying okay. to keep it as close to the same time every day as possible. Just better for everybody if I don't go for a while, but you know, I miss it. I love it. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Is we'll that have it an intervention you, for you later. You look like you're thinking. Are you? Is that it? I, no, no, that is definitely it for my geeky okay. week. But I was, I was considering playing one of those two things as you were talking. Oh, I'm okay. Just, I'm well, I'm going to pretend I'm still talking, and then you can play it. Oh, well, you'd have to say something. Say oh. something. Uh, uh, oh. Cheese whiz. Oh, my contents have shifted. Oh my. <laughs> wow. Ooh, they are, actually. I had the uh, double quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Mm, that's coming to see us in low Because as someone that drank a lot last night, I have to say, yeah, you do need a cheeseburger. But dear God, man, the double, double quarter. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? Can that's we just go ahead and call that today. a half Let a pounder? Alone. Can we just do that? Why, why is yeah. it a double quarter? It's math. That's oh. cool. You're right. It's a half it's pound. A half. That never occurred to me. The double yeah. quarter. No wonder people hate Americans. All right. Anyway, comic <laughs> books. Let me return to comics then for mine. Uh, let me talk about pigeons from hell. Yes. 
That's good, dude. It is good. That's good. It's based on a Robert Howard, you know, the Conan, the Krull, the Solomon Kane guy. It's based on a Robert E. Howard horror story, a pulpy story that he wrote called Pigeons from Hell. It has been adapted to modern day, but really well. Yes. Two issues are out so far. I've read them both. They're creepy. They are pretty At creepy. At first, the art turned me off a little bit, but I kind of got into it. It, it's it, it sort of a throwback to 70s horror It's comics. a weird art, but I like it. Who the hell would have thunk? Pigeons from hell, and I'm liking it. I think it's only a four-issue mini, but I like that direction they're so going So far, in. it's good, though. All right. Giant Size Astonishing X-Men. Yes. Finishing mm-hmm. up the John Cassidy, Joss Whedon run. It's out. I've read it. Gentlemen, yes. either of you? I have not no, read it yet. I have not read it. Okay. <clears throat> well, we do lose somebody. As we expected. I'm not going to do spoilers, I guess, because it's just now hitting stand. Yeah, and then do I would hit you because I do want to read it. Uh, well, we already talked about it on the forums, though. So well, no that's why I didn't read that. because yeah. what, uh, what forums oh, are those? Oh, well, then I won't say any more. What forums? Oh, those forums over yeah. at geekradiodaily.com? I did know that. I mean, we all knew someone was going to die. That was there. So we yep. did know that. Uh, and if it's in well, the forums, I've been we'll skipping We'll talk that. about it maybe in a few weeks when we can, because I do want to talk about it. Okay. But mm-hmm. uh, it is, as was expressed on the forums, it's a little bit of a letdown. Just because almost impossible to match what, are you what do? you're expect. Right, right. right. It, it, it's always going to be a letdown. Especially after like the that. delays. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what did you do? You killed the microphone. Your microphone jumped off. It did. Bruce it, saw it. It actually came in that frequency. It actually just went. Ah, boom! <laughs> I don't think I even touched it. Okay, Shit, I want a new mic. You know, that's uh, freaking me out. A little <laughs> primatine, and you know, that. <laughs> he's trying wow. to get away from you. Anyway, I'm just saying. so <clears throat> wow, Bruce, have you read any of these? No. The astonishing. I know you're a DC no. guy. Oh, they're so good. You ever read any X Men? Well, the thing is, no, I don't get a chance to read them. Have, have you ever have... read any X Men? Yeah, in the past. Okay, so the maybe past, you, you dig it. If you've read them, this is a real 25 years ago throwback okay. series. It's okay. 24 issues, closed ended. 24 issues plus the giant size, mm-hmm. and it's the closest thing I've seen in the X Men to the old John Byrne, Chris Claremont stuff that we used to read. Okay, he's obviously a great admirer of that period heavy on uh, Kitty Pride and the relationships and all mm-hmm. the cool stuff you would like it if you've read them before okay. so it's a little bit of a letdown but what do you expect it's come on. It's solid there's nothing wrong with it it's just not huge uh, those may maybe the only things I've read I've gotten hold of 1985 I haven't read it yet though okay. did you get them uh, not yet okay well um it's only one. Right. The first one's already out. Marvel's 1985. I'm interested in, but we'll talk about that next week. Only other things, TV. I finished watching Married with Children Season 5, my DVD collection I've had for a year. I finally <laughs> finished it, forced the Vicaress to sit and watch my favorite, all-time favorite Married with Children episode, which would be Married with Aliens. It doesn't oh, get much better than that. Oh, okay. I that one. My socks. I oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah, my okay. God. So I figured I, the, I, your favorite one would be the one where they have to, they have to buy peg new bras. And they have to go to the lingerie I, store. I do love Peg. <laughs> I love Katie Seagal. Well, Katie Seagal's all right. I love Peg Bundy. Yes. The outfits and the hair make oh. it. I'm buying the uh, Vicaress a uh, Peg Bundy wig sometime soon. Also finished Saving Grace, finally, which also ended a few months ago, but I finally got around to watching the whole season. Yay. Which did have a whiz-bang ending. Holy crap. Well, that that nice was that something did. Isn't there, they're starting up the next season. They are like going to do another week, season. Month, Dude, it's like good as hell. I think you would like that a lot, Bruce. Right. I'm, I might pick up the DVDs. If I do, I'll loan them to you because okay. I think you guys would really enjoy that. The only other thing I did geeky this week, baby, I bought a Wii. We talked about that on GRD Weekly last have week. Have you played it yet? I have been playing the uh, the sports nice. mostly. I did buy sports. Rayman 2, but I haven't really gotten into it because the sports are so damn fun. Yes. So the Vicarus and I really have been is. bowling, playing golf, and playing tennis. That's mostly what we've been doing. Sweet. <laughs> That's fun as hell right it there, is. man. And you can bowl with a beer in your hand. You can it's bowl fantastic. with a beer in your hand. It actually makes my arm hurt after a oh, while. Oh, yeah. because It's you... a slightly different motion for you. Oh, it's a really different. Yeah, usually it's with the elbow I got bend. that. Thank yeah, you. I got it. I got it. Fun. Holy crap. I haven't looked at the baseball yet. 
Okay. Haven't even looked at it. Right. Baseball and the boxing I haven't gotten to yet. So I still have lots and lots of wee fun to get to yet. I'm very, very excited. Everyone's a little bit laces. Goodness. I think that's it for me for my geeky week, though, guys. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What you want to do like the... To do? Uh, let's do the mailbag. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Yeah. That's mail. right, baby. GRD Weekly Mail. Let me start off with a uh, print mail, sir, if that's all right. That's fine. We're going to hear from the lore master. The, the Lord lore Master? The Lore Master. Oh, lore. E-M-R-G, uh, pound sign. You could just read it. Uh, yeah, okay. just read yeah. the I, I don't spell particularly well. All right, uh, long-time listener, first-time writer, just got done listening to GRD Weekly with the Geek Music episode. Nice. A controversial episode. <gasps> um, okay. Which we may read. Well, it is, because people think we left stuff out. Well, well we had to. I mean, it, we, it was in the three-day episode. We people, had to leave people. People thought that we should have had some of the folks that we mentioned on. Are we that popular? See, that's what I said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Well, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because, because. We are going to revisit the geeky music. We're going to do that. I don't know when. I'm not going to say geeky yet. Geeky music 2.0. I, I don't have it, the stuff lined up yet, mm -hmm. but uh, we are going to do a geeky music 2.0 episode. With a special guest or two? With a special guest or two. Ooh. Oh, all right. Are, are we revealing yet? We're going to drop it. No, no, we're not revealing no. yet. So, like, what we're going to do is, like, another week, we'll, like, tell you one name, and then another week after that, we'll tell you the second name, and then you just, you'll be salivating for it. Oh. Loremaster says you can't talk about uh, Weird Al without talking Spike Jones and his City Slickers, the original parody masterminds. Okay. Also, Tom Lehrer, uh, let's see. Tom Lehrer, Spike Jones, and all those got missed. I When I listened back and listened to it, I heard the point where I was going to bring that up, and then I think you, Mr. Bruce, said something incredibly funny, and it slipped my mind. It's, it's bound to happen. That's what, yeah. that's what the Bruce does. Well, eventually, eventually bring the funny? <laughs> eventually. Thank you. Eventually. Nice. Thanks. For more contemporary I'm, acts, many bosses, uh, Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, Jonathan Colton got a nod, but no Tom Smith, MC Frontalot, you might also want to check out Ookla the Mock, I have heard of them. Ookla the Mock. Even yeah. Midnight Syndicate might qualify if you're willing to stretch a bit, which I think is a little bit of a stretch, but well, all right. Anyway, uh, there you go. Great show. Keep up the good Barely work. Barely stretched a lot. And until yeah. the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins goes triple platinum, make mine GRD. Thank Yay. you, Tim, the lore master. Would you like to hear, sir, a voicemail? What, what? what? Say again? We have a voicemail. No! Really? Say it isn't so. Geek Radio Daily. Putting kittens in ovens, but not calling them biscuits, since 2008. Sam the Manor, out. See you guys at DragonCon. Nice. Thank you, Sam. Sam. Referring back to, of course, the talk that Billy and I gave in the end of a podcasting era panel at Balticon, which is available on the GRD feed. Yes. Mm. So you can see what that's all about. And Sam going to be with us, yo. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the three of us and Sam and my boy Warren at DragonCon, baby. And all the ladies. Oh, yeah. Three months from today, we are going to be at DragonCon. Just thought I'd mention that. Five men alone in a room together. <laughs> Ooh, let's Ooh. put it that way, Ooh. shall we? Yeah. 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 soap. Don't drop the soap. Ladies. All right, also from Corey. Dear Vicar, today UC Radio 266 should come out with an album referral for Pat Boone's album that is a tribute to metal. Oh, I've heard about this. This was like Wait. 10 years ago, wasn't it? No, it was like two or three years ago, wasn't it? No, it was a little more than that. Mike plays music like... Unless he's done another one. Oh, God, no. Please, God, no. I don't know. Pat Boone, still meddling. Yeah. Mike plays music <laughs> like he... Oh, I'm sorry. Music he like much of the what's up with your grammar, Corey? Uh, <clears throat> much of it, the best indie or pod safe music, and does be not. Vicker at yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Sorry, okay. Corey. No, no, go saying. ahead. And does some commentary on the news and an album referral, usually of the like, like Zeppelin Four. Mike asked for a vote, Judas Priest or Pat Boone, and about ninety-four percent of the listeners wanted to hear how hard a time he would have had convincing people that Pat Boone's "No More Mr. Nice Guy" is a must-have album. Mike, you see his okay. links to bitemefcc.com, which is really fun to say. Oh, 
Damn. Comedy Filk and Dementia, the Mad Music Archive features, has several good uh, podcasts as well, themadmusicarchive.com. Weird Al's best songs are Funny Feeling, You Don't Love Me Anymore, and mm-hmm. Trigger Happy Every Day. <laughs> well, your description is Suicidal Tendencies, a geeky band? Yes, God, well, I think so. Institutionalized, which was featured prominently in Iron Man. Love and Reach Arounds, Corey. So there uh, we go. Thank uh, you. And Appreciate Reach Arounds, okay. Uh, oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, thanks, yeah, Apparently he's going to be in the room, too. What else we got there, baby? Hey, we've got one more voicemail, <gasps> and I believe a long-lost shepherd. Sheep? Sheep yeah, has it. returned yeah. to the flock. <laughs> the shepherd doesn't return to the no, flock. No, no. Unless something he bad happens. With a curved stick. Oh, you know what? That's right. This is stupid. It has to work this way. Well, I really didn't expect them. Oh. I didn't expect the call to go through. I kept calling and calling and calling. It was busy. And I was thinking, wow, that's gone. Oh, I mean, that's odd. I had to do some Sorry. editing there. Because, like, how popular could you be? Are you that popular? Yes. Yes, we are. And now I'm kind of discombobulated because now I'm talking and I realize I wasn't supposed to be talking because I expected a busy tone. It's like I was calling in to request a song. And you would sit down on the phone and hit redial, redial, redial. And you'd get through the DJ and you'd be like, hey, play this song. And he'd be like, no, it's none of my rotation. You'd be like, oh, bummer. So in celebration of your phone number, Although I, I'm still, I, I I can't get over the mystery of why I was busy for so long. Why? Um, in celebration of your uh, your phone number, I opened a bottle of wine. Oh, and then I sent Billy an email. I'm sorry. I suppose I should retract that. Why? Because now it's incorrect. Oh. Okay. Oh man. I was watching 80s cartoons <laughs> on, on 80s cartoons openings going. on YouTube, which is like, you know, one of my favorite pastimes when I'm not of the uh, soberest mind set in my mind. Anyway, did you realize, like, I don't, I didn't remember this, but maybe you, you guys will because you're old. Oh, um, I, I don't remember. Did you know there was a Gilligan's Island cart? No, Gilligan's Planet. Gilligan's Planet, yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, no. <laughs> Who watched that? Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> ooh, cookies. <laughs> and so he never quite says it, but um, you know that's from Java. How can he that not be Java? Java? Oh my God! All right, He's we'll know. He's still drunk. We'll know <sighs> next week because now we've we've played the first. Because uh, <laughs> last week we had the voicemail, but we were in Baldy, so we could. This is the first week we've been able to. Play our voicemails. Yes. Sorry, I'm discombobulated. No, no. You know Jabba's a weekly caller, so yeah. if, if we hear from him again, we'll know for a fact. But if that ain't Jabba, it's his long-lost, you know, <laughs> Twin. whatever. Clone. Holy crap. Okay, I, listen. I can easily tell you that I remember Gilligan's Planet. Oh, yeah, me too. Here on Gilligan's uh, No Planet. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a voicemail for GRD 206-338-6432, use it or we'll lose it, much like our virginity. Uh, of course, voice. Of no, course, actually, that's. Um, no, you don't oh, use it, you'll yeah, get it back. Uh, yeah, mine's growing back. Well, then. Really? Anyway, if you want to huh. send us emails, that's fine, too. Podcast, The Bruce, Billy Flynn, or Vicar at geekradiodaily.com. You don't look good. I don't? Well, you look better. I can't compete with you physically. You're not strong. You're a silky boy. 
Rock on Geek Radio Daily Fit Club, or as yeah. the crazy kids uh. call it, GRD Fit Club. Yeah, baby. Yeah. What's going on, man? Not much. You're uh, probably the healthiest of the three of us this week, man. Yeah, probably. As far as what we did, anyway. Well, uh, B- Billy got a good day and a half of good working out. Hey. And, uh, well, exactly, and oh, I got dancing. like two days. I'm but. saying you get that was like a day and a half of working out in one day. Oh, oh. Okay. Or well, let's not presume then, Billy. How has your week been? Now, I know when you were at Balti still on Monday. I was Monday, but see, I got back Monday afternoon, and I still I did a strength training workout on Wii Fit. Okay. I did. Cool. And then Tuesday, I did my aerobic workout with Wii Fit. Wednesday, went back to the gym and did some lifting, put the weights up a little bit. Woo, that was good. good. Thursday was my aerobic day with Wii Fit, which is fun to do, and you do it longer. I, I Generally, on average now, I do a 40-minute aerobic workout, whereas before, I would just run my two miles on the treadmill and be like, I'm going to the showers now. I'm out now. of here. Yeah. 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 And uh, yesterday from switching uh, shifts again, I went home and like I said, I did it there. It's fantastic because especially stepping on the little thing every day, whether I'm using it for training or not and getting that little weight and a couple of balance games the first thing in the morning, really cool because it lets you track everything so, so well. You see exactly where you're doing, whether you're, uh, your goal that you've set, if you're on par for that, how that's going, and it tracks your progress nicely. In, in ways that I never would if I wrote it down myself. Well, there you go. Nice commercial for the Wii Fit. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. Look, anyone out there, seriously, guys, this this is the way to do it. This this is the stepping stone that you need to for a better lifestyle. If you have a Nintendo, you have to have it. I might this. do it now, now that I got it. What's the retail on that? It's eighty nine ninety five. So it's 90 bucks. That's not too bad. Because you get the game in there and you get that, that uh, platform, the, the, the board, you know, yeah. the balance board, which I found out, mm-hmm. sorry to dovetail this, but I found out there's a snowboarding game coming out for all three systems on Nintendo. Turn the balance board sideways and oh. snowboard. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> what you been doing, Fitty, this week? Uh, the? The, uh, let's see. I have been doing two days of cardio. Get about um, On my cardio days, I do about 30 minutes on the elliptical. Yeah. I think I only did like two days this week, too. Yeah, did two days of, of cardio. Do my uh, 30 minutes of elliptical. I do four different ab exercises, and then I try to get another 10 minutes of running where I do wind sprints. Yeah. You know, 30 seconds time, 30 seconds time. This is not going to be a weight loss week for me. But I know you say don't pay don't, attention. Yeah. Hell no, don't look at it daily and maybe yeah. not even weekly. Yeah. You, you weekly, you might, you might want to look at it weekly. I'm going to look. I'm not going to be able to resist looking at it, but I'm expecting that I'm not going to be happy with it. Because I'm sure between Balti, I never lost that. Because this week has been a crazy week with a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. I lifted two days, I think, which is cool. Well, yeah, I lifted a couple days I did as well. cardio a couple days. But I shoot for like four days. Yeah. Four days of lifting, five days of cardio is a good mm-hmm. week for me. So it's yeah. not been a good week, sir. No. However, I did buy some clothes this week, and I uh, I started with a 36 waist in January, which I've had for a while, and I bought 32s. All my stuff Ooh, is good 32s. Job. Nice. So, good yeah, job. So I'm happy about that, but ain't going to keep doing it eating double quarter pounders with no. cheese either. Nope. Half pounders. No. Half the half pounder. That's right. However, that's cool because uh, it, it is easy to get discouraged. Oh, I just ate a quarter pounder. It didn't work out this week. Oh well, I guess I'll go back to eating out the satellite dish again. No, no, it's cool. You can make it up. It's uh, uh, you know, if you picked up a pound or two this week, you can take it off just about as quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can, and you and and please do because if you try, it's like, don't give up. If you Never. gain a pound, if you go to a con, you're going to gain a little bit of weight because you're not eating. But like don't worry about it. Just go back to go work. Go back to it. Yeah. When you get back, yeah. and you'll take it off because yeah. you just gained it. Mm-hmm. That sounds simplistic, but I think it's kind of true. The Vicarus says in the other direction with regard to the weight I've put on in the last year when I wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. And in a month, it wasn't gone, and I was all distraught. And she says, right. you didn't put it on in a month. It took more than a day to get it on. off. Yeah. But it works the other way, too. If you put on a pound and a half this weekend, it's not that hard to get rid of it. Yeah. I felt really good Monday, because Monday I stepped on and found out that I had gained 2.4 pounds at the con. 
You know, okay. The, okay. Yeah. So Tuesday, I had lost 1.1 pounds. Yeah. Sometimes it's not hard. Comes and, off, and, and sometimes yeah. with the high salty foods that are at cons, you're just gaining water weight. Exactly. And once the salt's gone, the water's gone, the weight's gone. I feel so bloated. Yeah. So I'd have. I to, didn't want to say that. <laughs> I'd have to look at it again, but I'm pretty sure you know when I saw what I lost a little bit more again today. I'm pretty sure I've lost what I put on from the con, and maybe a little bit more. Good. Oh, good. good. So you back on the program. Good. Right? Yeah. yeah. Good. Dragon Con, three months. We're going to be buff as hell. Oh, yeah. I'm we, working on it. Dude, we are, because these aerobic things I'm doing with that, yeah, you're working muscles. I'm yeah. working muscles. <laughs> I don't work just running on the treadmill. Right. No, you right. do not. And and that's good. That's really good, because I'm also playing games while I do it. Yeah. Hey, anything you do that's fun, you're going to keep doing. Exactly. And if it works They've out. They've got me doing dance step. <laughs> right. I'm doing really? dance step hey, I've on seen it. you do yeah. crazy dance steps. I've, I've seen, been with you <laughs> in Fallout. I know you do dance steps, baby. Hey. We're gonna get our dance on a dragon con, ain't we? Uh, um, yes. Okay. After after you know we get like a lot of drops and talk to many famous people and mm-hmm. get Katie Sackhoff in the hot tub. Did you see Please. the picture? I put the picture Please. in the board. Yes, I did. I did. Oh. It was very. And nice. you know that's not even the best looking picture of her. Dance really? Con. Think about that. Newly. All right. Oh. Listen, you we're at forty-one work. minutes already. Oh God! Holy crap! We're loud. We're gonna get to the main topic. Yes. I cool. Think so. Let's do it right after this. Oh, hello there. I'm glad you could make it. My name's Thurman, and it's good to meet you. Well, come on over and sit close to the fire. Pull up a stump, I'm going to tell you a story. Visit campfiretales.net for stories from your surrogate grandpa. What is Stranger Things? Stranger Things is the world's first science fiction anthology series syndicated on the internet, shot and released in high definition for free. How is this possible? Welcome to the cutting edge, says Chris Miller, co-founder of PatioBooks.com. This is great online entertainment, says Michael R. Menengay, Farpoint Media. J.C. Hutchins, author of Seven Sons, says Earl Newton and his crew are out of their mind. Stranger Things is a mini masterpiece playing right there on your screen. There are stranger things in heaven and earth that are dreamt of in your philosophy. Go to StrangerThings.tv and find out just how strange your world can be. My thumb keeps slipping off like I'm trying to clumsily finger a robot prostitute, but I digress. Geek Radio Daily for whatever day this is, I've already lost track. Billy Flint's sitting here. I've got, of course, the Bruce sitting next to me. Yes, I am. I'm sitting right here. That's right, and the vicar once again has stumbled off to uh, scratch himself and watch more episodes of Matlock. Yeah. Matlock! Matlock! But that's fine, he can do that, because currently, right now, on the phone with us, we have two esteemed gentlemen that you might have heard of. You might have heard us play the promo, you might have heard us talk about it, because at Balticon, I know for a fact, I was there when a huge announcement was made from the creators of Stranger Things. Right here, gentlemen, I want you to introduce yourself to the world. I like to clap. Oh. <laughs> Hello, I'm Roland. I'm the executive producer and the creator of Stranger Things. Hello, I'm David Cantor, the host of Audiometrics, the sound and the soul of Stranger Things. Now, sadly, Mr. Bruce, 
you missed out at Balticon of me getting to go to the Singularity and getting to see the new episode of Stranger Things, which, uh, guys, is what, it's a couple of weeks away before the rest of the world can see it? Exactly. Uh, on Wednesday, Wednesday, June 2nd or 3rd, I believe. Wednesday, June 2nd or 3rd. Excellent. And for for those that aren't in the know, for who have been missing and living under a rock, Stranger Things, what what would the best way would you describe it? Be- it's sort of a, a, a combination of science fiction, science fantasy, science horror, combined into an anthology show. So every single episode is its own story. Uh, although there is rumor that you may start to see some of the stories begin to overlap, but we'll let the future determine that. Uh, but, yeah, the, the gist of it is great science fiction, strange new worlds, but the key is that they're all set in the modern world. So you don't see a lot of, uh, you know, things in space and stuff like that. But that's the one thing I've noticed right away, and, and Bruce, I mean, you've seen these too, so, I mean, jump right in. The really cool thing about the show I've seen so far is, like I like to say about Battlestar Galactica, it just happens to be sci-fi. It's a really cool story that just kind of, every one of these have been really cool stories that just happen to have a sci-fi element, but it's not shoved in your face. Yes, totally. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of, from what I've seen of it, it is the, it's kind of more the, one of the outer limits. It gives me that feel to it, um, but it has a lot of heart to the story. Definitely. Exactly. That's, that's something that we've really strived for with Stranger Things, going back to the true roots of science fiction, where it, where it all came from. Because um, science fiction really is just the, the tales of the human experience. It, it really is, what is it to be a human being in, in this world that we live in? So, you know, all the flashy, the sci-fi, the, you know, the spaceships, all that, it really just makes us reflect upon ourselves. So rather than just focusing cheerily on the, you know, spaceships and the special effects, we really wanted to return to that look at the human experience and what it is to be you. So how did you two guys, like, come up with, I mean, how did you get together and make this behemoth monstrosity that's on its way right now that we know is of Stranger Things? Uh, Stranger Things started as an idea in my living room about September of 2006. And uh, originally I had a couple of folks that were going to help me on it, but it was a difficult process. It was a difficult task to undertake. So, you know, daily lives get involved, and basically it sort of carved away, and I was, I was pretty much doing it by myself. Uh, then I touched base with David Cantor, who'd been, you know, my best friend for a very long time, and he started to help out with audio metrics, and then eventually just be, sort of developed into uh, a, a basically a producer for the show on his own right. In, t- in taking on the show, what I knew I wanted to do was to create basically an outlet for the kind of stuff that I wanted to see. I was a big fan of some of the anthology stuff that you see out nowadays, like uh, Escape Pod, the audio podcast. Right. It's a great, great science fiction podcast. And I was often very marveled by the idea of the good ideas that they had. They always bring good ideas to the table. And I wanted to do that kind of show, but of course my skills in videos. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to make movies instead of audio. And in doing that, we just sort of started to develop it more and more and, and you know, looking at what we had and saying, okay, how can we take what we have and make that an advantage rather than a disadvantage? You know, we didn't have a lot of money, but I knew a lot of good actors and, you know, I had time on my hands. So I said, okay, well, if I've got those things, we can, we can put a show together. You guys are producing basically a TV show that you're releasing over an RSS feed that, I might add, is in 480 progressive scan. We're talking a high-def show that you can yes. get, like, basically as a podcast. Exactly right. Exactly right. We, we knew from the beginning that one of the things we could bring to the table would just be great production values, great quality, take the show seriously, uh, make it good. 
And in doing that, we became the world's first science fiction anthology to syndicate its content in high definition on the Internet. I mean, there's been a lot of people, even Twilight Zone has never done that. Uh, Outer Limits has never done that. ABC's Masters of Sci-Fi never got a chance to do that. Um, ABC's you know, the, Masters of Sci-Fi. <laughs> yeah, it, if you blink, you missed it. It was on for like an episode and a half, and it just it, they, it didn't quite work. But the gist behind it was we knew we wanted to create something that was high quality, and there was sort of a little, when I first got started in it, there was a little bit of this panic rush to get it out there because I went, oh, my God, it doesn't exist yet. We had better run because someone's going to do it first. Exactly right. And as it turns out, uh, three or four months later, uh, a, a group that was sort of a, I think it was a breakoff group from the Sci-Fi Channel called Sanctuary started a show online, and they showed, started releasing their stuff in high def. And you know, it was it was it was close. We we did get it out first, but it, had we not rushed to get it out there, uh, it wouldn't have happened. And so so we definitely were we're delighted to do that. <laughs> Although it did take a lot of sleepless nights to get it there. So then if folks wanted to see Stranger Things, what are the ways they can make this happen? Well, now there's a lot of different ways. Uh, after the singularity, we announced, of course, that we've got uh, on-demand syndication with Illusion TV, which I also have to emphasize, on-demand, not pay-per-view. It is free. The show is always free. The show is always free. The show is always free. Um, and we like there we do, and I, but I believe it. I believe shows should be free. I mean, it's. I think you're paying me with your time to watch the show. You can't get that time back. <laughs> so the fact that you take your time to watch it means a lot to me. So yes, I, there are other people who will pay so that you can watch the show vis-a-vis advertisers and stuff like that. So so let them pay for it, and they'll get to show you some stuff that they want to try and you know get you interested in, and that's cool. And then you get a free show out of it. So I mean, it's it's a win-win all around. But to see the show. You can go to illusiontv.com. There's a list of all their affiliates, and the shows will start becoming available there starting June 1st. And if you'd like to see some of them on the Internet themselves, you can go straight to strangerthings.tv and, and watch it there because the podcast is going to continue. We're going to do it on, on demand, but we are going to continue the podcast as well. So either of those will work. What I and and if you look at the Illusion TV website and look at the, uh, the on-air line, click on the where to watch thing. It shows you all the affiliates. And once again, if you don't see your affiliate listed there, you can call them. Call them and bug them and they'll get Illusion if you do it enough. Mm-hmm. So something that I did with the show that I just thought was fantastic was, you know, I downloaded I, you know, just the podcast. I subscribed to the feed and I got everything sitting there on my Zoom. Hey, I've got a Zoom. I'm, that's fine. I've got an Xbox. <laughs> it works out well. because when Nobody's I wanted, perfect. When I wanted to watch the show, I took my Zoom over to my Xbox and plugged it into my Xbox and just watched it through there. So I got to see, you know, basically a podcast on my Xbox in 480 Progressive, and it was fantastic. Oh, awesome. you got to love technology. Why? Obviously, the first episode, you started with a short story by, by Scott Sigler. How are you picking the stories to adapt for the show? It's a very interesting process. We, we, I've got a lot of ideas for stuff that I want to do on our own, some stuff that I sort of had put down as we're going to do this as an episode once I started the series. But we've been approached by a lot of big writers uh, who want to get their stuff in there, too. Um, I have yet to go to a screening where someone or another doesn't come up and say, how do I get my story on Stranger Things? And we're way excited about that. That is just awesome. Absolutely. So, uh, let's see. So right now, uh, the people we've already done, we've done Scott Sigler. Uh, we also did Gary Bronbeck, who's at this point like a five-time Bram Stoker Award winner. I mean, like, every time you look away, Gary wins another Bram Stoker Award. i got to keep changing the website just to keep up with everything he's doing. Uh, So the the episode uh, three, one of those faces, was Gary's. 
Uh, we just did one by Matt Wallace, who, of course, is, you know, he's got the next fix, and he's done uh, Varied Frequencies, The Failed Cities, Monologues. Uh, all those are excellent, excellent work, and he, he added to our sort of world. And another one coming up, of course, is Mer Lafferty's uh, I Look Forward to Remembering You, which if you are um, a fan of Escape Pod, you would have heard that on there. It was Mer Lafferty's story was actually one of the first stories that made me think I need to, I need to be doing this on my own because I heard that and said... So, so that's that's basically we we said we got to do this. So, there you go. where where are you guys shooting the episodes? And about how long is that taking? And now with the uh, you know the TV syndication on on demand, not pay per view, is that going to speed that process up or help out, help you out at all? First of all, let me let me hit those questions as you did. Where we're shooting, we shoot, shot them all over the place. A lot of them have been done in the Panhandle, of Florida, where I'm from. We've shot them in Pensacola. We shot them down near the beach. We've shot uh, all over the area. Uh, the most recent episode, Latch Keepers, was shot in Wilmington, North Carolina, where there's a great community out there of filmmakers. Broken Wings Productions are the folks that helped us there, and they are uh, they are amazing. BrokenWingsProductions.com, and they. Um, but in terms of the, the the syndication now, it does give us a, a huge advantage because now we can say, okay, advertisers, okay, investors, we have got a, a DVD distributors, all these people. We can say, look. We're in 25 million homes now. Forget the fact that we have thousands and thousands of podcast subscribers, although that's excellent all on its own. Take all the people we have on the Internet. Take all the people we have on television. We have got an enormous uh, base of people who can watch the show now. It's, it's available in a lot of places. So that kind of encourages uh, financial backing. So what we're probably going to see is for the next four to five months, it's going to be kind of a delay as we sort of work to secure all the financing that we need. And it's going to be a challenge, a little bit of an uphill battle, but we're taking it to the next level, so we need to take that time. And once we do, once we secure the rest of our financing, we're going to start production on new episodes, and you're basically just going to see the production values go way up, and you know our consistency is going to dramatically improve, because now we've got the ability to actually produce episodes in advance and not go mouth-to-mouth, or excuse me, month-to-month. I was going to say hand-to-mouth, or month to month. Well, we can go mouth to mouth. That's a different story entirely. Well, later. Uh, after the that's, interview. That's just one way of how we, we bring financing to the table. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so... The man uh, wants his show made. That's, that's <laughs> I'll do what I have to do. Um, uh, desperation is the better part of valor. We'll, once we get everything going, once we get the financing started, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start production on a whole slate of episodes and then just start releasing them. And it, the consistency will go up because we'll have them already there. So when we release this month-long experience of an act every month, every week. Uh, it's gonna, you already know the next one's coming because we've already finished it by the time the first one starts. <laughs> so we're just going to have this big slate of episodes. We're going to be able to throw them out to the people, and it's just it, I'm, I am desperately excited. I cannot tell you. Okay. Well, then, since you guys are like big in the podcasting community, sure. mm-hmm. how many of your friends now are going, hey, guys, you got to put me in an episode? And if not a lot of them have, <laughs> can I say, hey, guys, can you put me in an episode? <laughs> Um, I'll even do an audition. I am that confident. We'll see. Here's the thing, though. We're big on uh, promoting other podcasters. We're big on uh, supporting other podcasters. They supported us when we started. So so that kind of stuff is going to happen. And one of the most obvious ways that I want to work it in as much as possible, and I don't know how it's going to work, but I just want to be able to drop in podcasts in our show in, in a context that makes sense. So, you know, you might be going past uh, a guy in a car and his radio is playing Geek Radio Daily. 
Hey, that would be outstanding. Yeah, that would be nice. You know what I mean? And you just hear like a little tiny snippet of it, and you keep going. It doesn't distract from the story, but everybody who knows it is like, ah. And then we also post a link to you guys, you know, excerpts of Geek Radio Daily played in this podcast or on this show. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, we're all about the, uh, the podcasting sort of uh, hint like that. I think it would be great. Plus, with, with the audio metric side, with all the behind the scenes and uh, all the interviews that we're doing there, we're still going to keep promoting all our fellow podcasters. We're still going to be interviewing fellow podcasters and talking to them, getting their feedback and view on not only the show, but the world of science fiction and podcasting in general, because these two worlds do cross over so much. I thought it was very fun in the first episode, and I guess this, this goes to show my geek cred was flying high is that I caught the Scott Sigler cameo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was very quick. I was like, that's a weird guy in a picture. Oh, it's Scott Sigler. <laughs> you also got the Timor cameo there as well. Oh, well, yeah. Coming in with the, actually, there's two Timor cameos in Stranger Things. There is, uh, of course, his voice. He plays uh, the, the uh, bishop in the first episode. But also, if you look, and it's very hard to see, but if you check it out, in episode three, in one of those faces, the, the main character, Joanna, is reading Moravi. Moravi. Oh, God, yes, she is. And actually, the, the, in, the in-joke that we did with T was, if you look very carefully, she's reading it and going through it with a red pen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we just did that to tease him. But no, we totally we, we wanted to throw that hit out to T. He's been a huge supporter, and his survival guide to writing fantasy was... was sort of how I, I started to break my chops on how to promote. And, of course, T. Morris is also the one who put me in touch with uh, the Expert Podcasting for Dummies folks, where we're, Stranger Things is featured in Expert Podcasting Practices for Dummies, and I actually produce a series of video tutorials on how to do a, a good video podcast for their enhanced feed, for the Podcasting for Dummies Season 2 enhanced feed. So you can go see some of those as well. In fact, uh, the most recent episode, which should be going up in just a couple of weeks, is on lighting and talking a little bit about lighting for... Uh, your podcast, and it talks, touches a little bit on lighting for green screen. So it kind of gives you just a, it's a lot of just basic introductions to stuff because this can get very complicated, but but uh, it's definitely good. It, it gives you sort of a behind the scenes of how all this sort of thing works. Well, I'm going to need lighting tips because I generally like it to be as dark as possible when we tape because the vicar does like to run around pantless. Yeah. <laughs> good. And there's not a lot of manscaping that goes on either. It's just not a good thing. To a see. lot of manscaping. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the oh, so we now switch topics to manscaping. I think I'm on the wrong show, aren't I? No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not a Ryan Seacrest show. Um, <laughs> oh. sorry. It's, easy, it's, it's an easy good. joke, I'm sorry. It's Groin Radio Daily. Um, oh. oh. Well, I don't doing? deserve respect for that joke at all. I promise you. <laughs> Well, the of of the let, let's. What do you say, Mister Bruce? Shall we do a little quick? I don't want to give stuff away, but should we do a little quick rundown of like the episodes? What's their names? Who wrote them? Oh and yeah, how we love them. I think they would do that. I think they'd be great. Okay, talk, well, then. talk to us. Give them, give them number one. Give us start with the one with the priests. Okay, okay. First like, episode uh, uh, is Sacred Cow. It was written originally by a short story by Scott Sigler, adapted by me, directed by me. Uh, it, in this dark story, we learn the true horrific nature 
Behind Prayers and Praying. It also features lots of cool special effects by Mr. Kevin Capizzi, who you also might recognize from doing some work in the new episode. And he also did all the killer special effects for Scott Sigler's uh, Infected trailer, which was the bomb. I know this because I directed it. (laughs) (laughs) I I love Sacred Cow because it starts off the concept of of what the show was going to be, like I said before, where here's its life, its people, its everyday... And, oh, yeah, here's the weird, strange sci-fi stuff just right there. I think that you need to be able to play in that sort of garden of, um, of special effects and just cool-looking visuals and may, uh, just the cool fact. You need to have a part of your show which is just about being cool. But if you take that away and it can't work on its own, then for me that's not a Stranger Things episode. And whenever I've talked to anybody about what I'm looking for, because a lot of people ask, you know, well, what do you, what's, what's the guidelines if I want to submit a story? The first, the first thing is that it has to be about. It has to be a human story. It has to be about real people and a real situation, and we have to be able to identify. All right, then episode two, Mr. Bruce, what would you think there? Uh, we're talking about 2A, correct? 2A uh, was uh, an episode called Discontent. It was written by me. It was directed by Alex Trawick. The story is uh, this gentleman is married to a woman that he's passionately in love with, but she's not passionately in love with him. And in the hopes of trying to win back her affection and save his marriage, he sets out to clone his dead mother-in-law. <laughs> now, that's love. Yes, it is. That one walked a very fine line that I truly loved between, you know, the silly comedy and the darker edge of the story. It was a nice, Mm -hmm. fine line there that I really enjoyed with that, with uh, 2A. We had a good time with that one. It was directed by Alex Trawick in Birmingham, Alabama. She did a very good job with it. Actually, I believe one of her first more professional directing efforts. So she really brought a lot to the table on that one and uh, and did a good job. So, So definitely props to Alex on that. Episode okay. 2B, Sense of the Mother. Brilliant story, if, if I'd say so myself. Written, of course, and directed by Earl Newton. Um, visual effects in it by Joseph Fagan. Did phenomenal work in it. Um, and being a music guy, I, I love the score that Aaron Sapp did for it. Um, you know, I just got to make the plug there. No doubt. <laughs> Basically, uh, Sense of the Mother is about a... a a woman who goes in for a medical uh, screening, little, you know, basic little checkup, and fails a medical background check. And it's all about the struggle in what to do uh, on the doctor's end in this sort of uh, slightly futuristic Orwellian-style future where he's stuck having to choose between following the law and following what he thinks is right. And it did. It was so great because you set me up. I figured we were going for Gattaca. And then you turn that little corner, and I'm like, oh, oh, no, you, oh, you got me. You got me. In the, in the screenings, that, that oh moment that you're talking about, and we'll let people watch it so they can get it for themselves, but Absolutely. that oh moment, yeah, uh, that was my, one of my most delightful parts of screening, that whole thing, because you think, cause you, exactly what you said, people go, okay, I kind of know where this is going, it's Gattaca, it may be a little minority report, when you look at the computers, you're like, okay, Whatever, yep. and then that thing hits, and they go, "Oh!" <laughs> I had to pause it and look at it, just look at the computer screen. Yeah. Oh no, I am seeing that right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was very nice. And then, of course, I, I have the I have the fortunate that I've seen episode four. And Latchkeepers, when you people see this, it's really just going to rock your world. However, I have to say, episode three, one of those faces, 
my favorite episode. Because, gentlemen, that is the best adaptation of a Neil Gaiman story that's not actually a Neil Gaiman story. <laughs> Why, thank you, sir. Quite welcome. <laughs> now I'm going to tell me. I want to know, and I'm turning the interview around. Tell me about that. Why? Why do you say that's a new game story? That's very interesting to me. Uh, it it reads like an old issue of Sandman to me. It's it's a very intimate story. It's a very personal story, and her encounter with the sci-fi aspect of the world is presented in such a matter-of-fact way, and it's. It's simple yet epic at the same time, and Neil Gaiman was very good at doing that, to tell stories on multiple layers, and that's what this one does, and it's just, it's just so sweet and so honest. I was cheering. I was cheering for the lead character in the story the whole time. Oh, my goodness. Now, I'll tell you what, Gary Bronbeck, the, the original author of the story called uh, Rami Temporalis, uh, was what that episode was based on, he will be delighted to hear that. <laughs> because I mean, he's a, obviously an excellent writer on his own, but uh, you know, it's not—it's not a bad day when you get compared to Neil Gaiman. That was probably—that was probably the most uh, independently produced of all of them. I literally did everything in that by myself, except for the sound mix and the score. You look great right. as a woman because I never would have that was you. That's actually, <laughs> except for that. Oh, well. actors, okay. you know, but everything else, I, I assume that the actors are going to get their place. So. Catered by Earl Newton, first aid by I Earl Newton. I did. Although, in fairness, uh, David catered Sacred Cow and did an excellent job of it. So I don't think I quite lived up to his standards from that. We were eating so good on Sacred Cow. It's, it's disgusting. Well, if you didn't have so much other stuff to do, <laughs> whatever. You could have cooked better. That's what I'm saying. If I only had another set of hands and 12 more hours in the day, you'd have rice pilaf. Well, yes. you know, give you three or four more episodes, and we'll probably see both of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, what would you say your favorite of the ones you've seen? What would you say your favorite is? I happen to know for a fact your your favorite is going to be Latch Keepers, but what, what is your favorite so far? Um, I would have to say, honestly, Sacred Cow is probably my favorite. Um, that just hooked me. I like the whole fact that you uh, you went at religion, but you didn't attack religion itself. And it's Actually, just a damned clever idea. Well, I mean, all <laughs> okay. Props I thank you. Idea. All props to Scott Sigler for the idea, but to me, the whole story is about uh, uh, questioning the brick and mortar of religion. Because you see, literally, it's the church itself which is the cause of the problem. I'm working very hard at uh, breaking uh, the production cherries for everybody in podcasting. I've already got Scott Sigler, I've got Matt Wallace, I'm about to have Murray Lafferty, and if J.C. Hutchins uh, will just give me the rights to Seventh Son, we'd be done. So, so. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Four years worth of programming right there. Yeah, sincerely, sincerely. There's no question that. Tell us about the theme to the show, because that's a hella great theme. I got to know where you found a cellist of that caliber, and if this was written specifically for you. Well, the theme to the show is Exurgency by Zoe Keating. Brilliant, 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 brilliant performer. I I cannot stress how brilliant she is. Like, I love all her music. Uh, Way back in the day when we were first starting to look at the show, we were looking around at some music and looking at a couple different things, uh, considering having a composer do the theme. And that's when I came across Zoe Keating on iTunes. And instantly I I fell in love. And we were looking at some different sort of musical ideas, and I came across Exurgency and went, Dude, Earl, you have to listen to this song. And really, truly, the rest has just spiraled out of control since then. And we got in touch with her. She 
you know, she really backs what we're doing and likes what we're doing. And, you know, one thing led to another, and now we, are, we have Exurgency. That is amazing. It's, it's a wonderful piece of music. I could not have imagined it. I could not imagine that piece being written for any other reason. And, and looking at it, I figured, I was like, no, it had to have been written before. That's a wonderful synergy karmic moment right there. That, you that two really was. That yeah. t- oh, my God, you have hit oh, yeah. that on the head. Because I remember when Dave first sent me her page, we're looking through all the music and looking at Exurgency, and I just remember thinking, if we can just get her to say yes to this, everything else will be easy. Well, about a we- dollar for every time I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we just, and she was, I mean, Zoe Keating is such a sweetheart. She is such a wonderful artist and a wonderful person. When we explained to her what we were doing, she said, absolutely, go for it. Well, that gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping by. This has been fantastic. I absolutely loved what I saw. When you told me, when you said at the Singularity, hey, we've been picked up and we're going to be on TV, I thought you were just dumb because I'm like, what are you talking about? Of course that's on TV. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen so much stuff looks worse than that it's on TV. How could this not be on TV? And you literally, because we saw like rough sketches, well, like the rough work for some of the effect shots for, for Lash Keepers, you said one of them that you had literally finished 10 hours before we saw it? Uh, no, that would be about an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't sleep a lot that weekend. No, no, you didn't. It was really great, as you said, hey, this is just the rough work, so it's going to be cleaned up. But, you know, oh, my God, it, it, I don't know. I can't wait to see it again because I was completely happy with what I saw. Yeah, well, that's actually, I've started sending around to a lot of people, and they keep saying, what's wrong with these effects? So I'm going, maybe nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were just they very, very nice done. You guys easily are onto something huge here. It's fantastic. It's StrangerThings.tv. You go there now, unless, of course, you get the uh, on-demand service, which is not pay-per-view, which is through who again? Uh, Illusion Television. Well, again, thank you so much, guys, for coming by. Drop one more time. Give out your give out your emails, your your web addresses, whatever you need to do for people to find you and find the greatness that is Stranger Things. StrangerThings.tv is the website to go to. And if you want to reach either of us by email, which we encourage, drop us an email. Let us know what you're thinking. Earl or Dave at StrangerThings.tv. Plus, it's easy to catch us on Skype or AOL and some Messenger. Uh, we're, we're very friendly to our audience, so hit us up there. Audio Metrics is the Skype. Stranger Things is the Skype uh, for Earl. And, that's, and yeah, uh, the, the AOL and some Messenger for Audio Metrics is Audio Metrics, just like the site. So check it out. Just like Mom used to make. Well, thank you, gentlemen, Stranger Things. I know it's going a long way. Everyone go check it out, StrangerThings.tv, because this is off the hook. Sweet. Well, you gentlemen have a good day. Go finish another episode so I can watch one. Man, sirs, thank you so much. We will. All right. GRD Weekly, episode 14 in the hole, yo. Welcome back. Thank you. You were gone. You were gone. Was I? Yes. Yes. True, I wasn't present for that. But anyway, thank you for listening, kiddies. Next week, we're going to be talking... Something. Again. Yeah, we don't know. We'll figure it out. GRD Weekly, a production of Real Media Radio Networks. Review us on iTunes, join the social geek working on the forums, and buy some GRD gear at cafepress.com front slash geekradiodaily. GRD Weekly, licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works, 3.0 U.S. license. Email us at podcast, Vicar, Billy Flynn, or the Bruce at geekradiodaily.com, or leave a voicemail. That's right, a damn voicemail. Hey, at 206-338-6432. Audio turd nuggets. Oh, uh, this is about 90% less funny than you think it is. I'm not gay. I've had about all the stupidity I can take for one day. You know what they say, fool me once, strike one. 
But fool me twice, strike three.